0: Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for listening, thanks for watching. This is a Guns Gear Memorial episode. I've had several of these been released over the last year, back in January and February with Croc, Baldy and Michael Thompson, and then Memorial Day, and I have a few more in the queue. A great foundation that I'm honored to have joined the board and be a part of, helping veterans that are in need, as well as getting youth involved in aviation. Two pillars, which I firmly believe in. So if that is something that interests you, And you want to get involved, if you want to help and support a great cause, you can click the link down below. Or maybe you know a veteran that's in need or a kid who needs some guidance, get involved in aviation. Check out Guns Garry Memorial Foundation. Throw it in your hip pocket because again, you never know when it might be someone you come across that needs some help or maybe wants to get involved in aviation. Thanks to E3 Aviation Association for coming out and recording the tournament and allowing us to capture... Some of these great conversations, if you're interested in E3 Aviation Association, they're with you every step of the way. And again, it's something I'm proud of and a co-founder of E3 Aviation Association. I have links down to that below as well. So with that being said, let's jump into the podcast. And again, Guns Game Memorial Foundation, throw it in your hip pocket because you never know when you might run across a veteran who is in need and needs a little support or someone who wants to get involved in aviation. All right. Let's jump into the podcast.
1: You were waiting for 11, at 5. Take off. Seats high at Altura Zero
0: Eyes. We're clear for takeoff gotta hold of
1: that one. Oh, yes, uh, It's
0: like he knows what he's doing. Oh my gosh. That's because I do. Yeah, that's rather impressive but I mean, I can't give you too yeah, much yeah, crap. Right. Again, I would have killed a bird or a tree or oh, something oh, in that yeah. hole You know, we there.
2: all gotta figure out where our lane is in life and we just gotta stick to <laughs> right? it, right? Tell nope. you, we gotta
1: get you in a jet, man. We'll just, well, then hey. we'll call it even. Hey, n- you know what you're you, good at. You have
2: my number, so, you know, just give me a call. When yeah, you get a man. Chance. this <laughs>
0: It's awesome being here with you guys with the foundation. We've talked a good bit, but you know, for those who are kind of chiming in for the first time, brothers, one more handsome than the other. I won't say which one, right? I mean yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's 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 great to be here, but I, I wanna dig into the aspect of what you guys do because they're professions. You're mm-hmm. a professional golfer, professional fighter pilot. I use that term loosely. <laughs> But I I think it's—I think most people can believe the fact that it takes a lot of work to get to either one of the spots that you guys are standing in. Mm -hmm. So I want to jump back into kind of the beginning for both of you. And Michael, we can start with you because it's the most foreign world to me. Like I do play golf. It's—I would be embarrassed if I played golf (laughs) with you. Like again, I can't give Baldy too much crap for that (laughs) shot. But when did you know? Like, hey, I want to go be a professional golfer. And yeah. at some point, I imagine, too, when you said, hey, I want to go, because I want to play professional baseball, right? But right, right. the cards weren't there. Yeah, They said, hey, I think I can do this and, like, really put it into overdrive.
2: Yeah, so um, I was introduced to golf via the TV, actually. Uh, my, my dad mom love golf. My dad especially loves watching golf. He had it on every weekend. And uh, I think when I was six or seven, I, uh, I saw Davis Love the Third on TV and I was like, I want to do what he does. Yeah. And uh, he just, he had that look about him, kind of that little bit of an arrogant walk, but uh, also still very classy, you know? Um, and it just looked like a whole lot of fun. So I, uh, I just, that's what I wanted to do. And from that moment, I, I made it my, my life dream, my life goal to be a professional golfer. And I did everything in my power to get myself better and in a position to pursue that dream. Um, I worked really hard every day after school. I mean, I've, I've hit millions of golf balls yeah. on the range, um, thousands and, and hundreds of thousands of hours, um, and, uh, propelled myself, got to a point where, where I got really good in high school. I started taking lessons and I broke par for the first time. Yeah. And I, I just took off from there, um, Arizona state player of the year. Uh, Two years in a row in high school and then got a golf scholarship to play at Tulane Um, Transferred to Alabama after Hurricane Katrina and uh, you asked when did I really kind of have an an idea that this was possible? Um, It was actually when I transferred to Alabama Um, And that was because I had won four times in college at Tulane and kind of had a cherry-pick Of who I wanted to go play for after that um and I went to Alabama, got significantly better, finished runner-up at the USAM, so therefore got to play in the Masters and the US Open as an amateur. Wow. My brother got to be there for both of those, which was which was fantastic. Um, and uh, that was the start of, of the dream. Um, and when I turned pro, I was number one amateur in the world. So um, just kind of continued to get better and better and better. I always worked as hard as I possibly could, tried to put in more hours than everybody else. Um, and then the, one of the major things that propelled me through, kept me motivated, um, was just my belief and my desire to be a professional golfer. And I didn't let anybody tell me I couldn't do it. Our dad, actually, he made me get a job after my sophomore year of college at a law firm. Uh, he, <laughs> he didn't want me to play amateur golf that summer. And so I worked all summer in New Orleans in a law firm, uh, kind of gave up golf for three months. Really? Yeah. Um,
0: I imagine that probably like definitely solidified or reinforced the fact that I, I don't want to do this a hundred percent Yeah,
2: did not like sitting at a desk didn't like being in, stuck inside. I like the outdoors, right? Um, and uh, But after that like my game started to get significantly better And then when I finished runner-up at the USAM my dad finally started to believe he's like, okay I think you can do this. Let, let, let's go all in how many guys play on the tour so uh, every year there's about 200 full-time PGA Tour players. There's there's about another 50 or so that have conditional status, um, but only 150 players uh, each week in, in the field. So not everybody gets to play.
0: Well, and that's the thing. I don't know what the numbers are for you know MLB, NBA, NFL. Obviously, there might be more teams playing sure. with that, so the number skewed, but it's a small percentage to get to it the is. level where you're at. It is. So yeah. Top percent. It now makes more sense of why the shots look so different. There go. <laughs> it all is coming to light. But I want to pivot to Baldy here just for a minute. Something I'm more familiar with, the, yeah. the flying world. What was it for you? When did you know that, hey, I want to go fly?
1: So I like think we've maybe talked about this before to a certain degree, but our dad basically loved two things. He loved really aviation. He wanted to do it. He just didn't have the eyes for it yeah. uh, back in the 60s. And he loved golf. So he really just kind of exposed us both to that at more or less the exact same time when we were yeah. six so uh you know much to my mother's a grin to a certain degree my dad showed us top gun when we were six yeah. Pa- yeah. parts of it not the full movie but parts it of it you know awesome. it was yeah. great obviously um and then you know we got exposed to golf we did our first lessons uh over there at davis moffin uh, when we were that age and and by pure happenstance not by like force or anything he fell in love with golf and I fell in love with flying. So like we basically grew up committing time, energy, motivation to really doing what we wanted to do. So uh, as he was kind of practicing and spending hours doing that, I was kind of trying to figure out what the path was to become a pilot. And my parents were super, you know, our parents are super supportive of both of our kind of our dreams and you know, my uh, our dad exposed us to, um, or exposed me to the academy and that option, that road. And you know, he was in the Arizona Air Guard, so he knew a couple of Viper pilots yeah. um, from that from that experience, and kind of. Uh, had them kind of talk to me about what road I should take. Um, and that ended up being the Academy. So I went there, uh, and then pursued a pilot slot, got it, got faped, as we talked about, yeah. uh, at another time. And, um, but then got a Viper slot and basically was able to through hours of time, uh, uh the commitment of, you know, of aviation, basically, uh, excelling at every point that I, could possibly do get to the point where I could get in the seat of a fighter jet. So um, and so here we stand today, which is, you know, we laugh about it all the time, about how he's the, you know, the PGA professional and I'm, you know, was able to get myself in the seat of a fighter jet. I no jet. longer have the coolest job. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly, which is a constant <laughs> conversation piece, so for sure. Well, you know, the 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 thread I want to pull in here, because it's
0: a theme, and it's funny, dr- going to dinner last night, the Uber driver, he asked me what I did, so I told him I was a pilot, and he was like, wow, that's so cool. He's like, "When did? how long have you been flying? and Right. When did you know you wanted to fly? And I told him, you know, it was pretty early on. So, I, my first flight in a Cessna was on September 10th, 2001. Right. And really I, really like the wow. next day, it was like a catalyst for me wild. personally. But at that point, anything I did was to become a pilot in the military. Right,
1: yeah.
0: And any job I had, any club I joined, everything, I always asked myself, like, is this going to help me yeah. to further my goal? And I hear the same thing from yeah. you guys. He also said this, and that's what I wanted the question would be, and it's open. like, Do you think it's luck that at such a young age you figured out what your passion was and what you wanted to do, or do you think there was some other force or thing that was at play that kind of guided you along the process?
2: I think for me, I was always very athletically inclined. I loved playing sports, and, and uh, I think golf just was caught my eye, right? It's just a twinkle in my eye whenever I saw it on TV, whenever I went out to the golf course um, and I just loved it. I will say the one thing our parents did really well, at least for me with regards to sports, is they never asked what I, how I performed. The first question they always asked when I got home from a tournament or from practicing, was, did you have fun, right? The game's all about fun. Uh, I happen to do it for a living, so it, it matters a little bit more, <laughs> <Just> slightly. <laughs> Got to pay right? my bills, yeah. yeah, but, uh, um, so for me as a kid growing up, there was never any pressure to perform for my parents. They always just wanted me to have fun. Um, and they were really encouraging to both of us to pursue our passions. Um, and I think the best things we can do as parents for our children is to expose them to as many different things as possible and let them choose. Right. So let them choose what they want to do with their lives. And and uh, because ultimately we just want our kids to be happy. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's I do
0: consider myself fortunate. I it was a similar story for me. My dad kind of saw the aviation world where we were in a military family. But he's like, you might like that Expose me to it. Right. And that's yeah. that was the hook. Like, yeah. that's all it took. It yeah. wasn't a push. And then now I'm going to go do it. But again, I do think I'm fortunate that early on I had that exposure.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: And I was like, this is what I want to go do out there and pursue yeah. it. Cause the other thing too, is like the runway is short in life. Sure. Yeah. You know, and like very yeah. quickly, I was just, yeah, I can the think of the other day. It's like, it's been two decades of, I like got my pilot's license right. and yeah. you're like, man, like it happened yeah. in a blink yeah, of an eye. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> yeah. old and broken. <laughs> I mean, right. you're back, yeah. you know, like yeah. how that's going to be feeling tonight? night. Life. That's how I feel yeah. right now. Yeah, I've been
2: playing competitive golf for 30 years now, since I was eight years old, Yeah. you know, and, uh, I'd love every minute of it.
0: So here's, here's a question because again, too, like you're still in the jet, you're still playing on the tour. I know at some point, right, like I'm not in the jet anymore and I now say I used to right. fly the Viper, which I'm in a very happy, comfortable spot. That is not always an easy thing to do. At some point, you're gonna to have to say, yeah. I used to be right. on the PGA, I right. used to be right. flying a Viper. Have you, do you guys think about that at all or?
2: Yeah, yeah I, I definitely, there's, I mean, the the. Median age on tour now is in the 20s. It used wow. to be closer to 35. Wow. Uh, so a lot more young guys out on tour. Obviously stronger, faster, hit the ball farther. Um, I'm a I'm a veteran now. I'm a Wiley veteran. Um, and so for me, I'm I'm on the second half of my career, and I hope that I can be out there for 10 more years. Uh, use my um, my skills and my strategy and uh, my consistency to hopefully be competitive. Um, but absolutely the thought is starting to cross my mind is like, all right, when, when am I going to be done? And whenever that happens, am I going to be ready? Right. Um, I will always love competitive golf as us three. We're all competitive in nature. We don't, we wouldn't have gotten to where we are unless we're competitive. And I think that's a big part of, of being successful and pursuing passions, being competitive, uh, having desire and drive. Um, but at the same time, we all have kids now, right? And it's a lot of fun watching them right. pursue their passions and so for me I think about that's gonna be the next phase of my life um, and I look forward to it
0: yeah that's I think that's a good perspective I kind of look at it as like chapters yeah too yeah. you know like yeah. I've had some really good chapters and now it's entering a different chapter and yeah. different objectives and different goals and happiness or you know metrics for that so right. I don't know it's, it's blessing to, to be here it's amazing to be able to hang out with you guys yeah. get to know you get to know guns and the foundation yeah. the work you guys are doing is pretty incredible and it's it's fun to be just a small part of it well, we Share share the we're really happy to have yeah. you here yeah. so yeah, so. yeah. It's awesome been good I appreciate it guys yeah no, thanks right. boom thanks yeah Bye. Bye.